0: Hello, Tome Show listeners. This is Sam Dillon, your Tome editor, and the DM of the DD Brief podcast. DD Brief is now going to be hosted on the Tome Show Network. To find back episodes, search under the actual play tab at thetomeshow.com. As always, thank you for listening, and we hope you enjoy the show. This is the DD Brief podcast, and I am your GM, Sam Dillon, and I am here with my players, Matthew.
1: Hello. I'm playing tonight Konos Lendaf, Sea Elf Warlock. And David. Hey.
2: Playing uh, Bard, Axley, uh, who's a Halfling.
0: And Nina. Play Emeryn Lumestier and. Human Cleric, right? (laughs) Yes. (laughs) We're (laughs) still still alive. alive. And Karu.
3: Hello. I'm playing Marcel Duran, who is a
0: Lutrinian Sorcerer. And we are starting this episode where we left off in the last one. No recap other than to tell you that they made it to the small crab island chain. Well, it's chain. It's only two islands. And they are here in the ruins. We have to get Karu's character, Marcel, to the island. It's true. I'm on the ship, aren't I? You are on the ship. But... I think probably what happened is they have been gone long enough that maybe you are worried about them. Uh, So the question is, do the other three of you want to send a signal of some sort, or do you want to go back to the boat to get uh, Marcel, or how do you want to deal with that?
1: What's the distance from, I guess, where the island we're on back to the boat uh, versus back versus to the where the place where the standing stones are?
0: I th- think if I remember correctly, it took you about 30 minutes to row from the ship to the shore. And you guys were heading to investigate the. Standing so, stones. Yeah. so the current position right now is um, actually Konos is standing on the partially ruined wall of a building and looking to the north to an island that is is at a slightly lower elevation than the island that they're on. And he is looking at a set of ten standing stones, and they are made of some sort of dark stone. And they appear to have a sort of white cap on them. And on the top of the standing stones, there is an inscription that cannot be read from the distance that, that everyone is at right now. And there are a few uh, figures in white robes in the center of that standing stone setup. So there are 10 standing stones making a, roughly a circle. And the diameter of that is probably 20 to 25, maybe even 30 feet. It's hard to tell from this distance. So it's a relatively large circle, and these stones are relatively large. But the intricacy of the etchings and whatnot are hard to see from where you are. But there are definitely figures in white robes. They look very similar to the figure in the white robe that Axley saw when he first walked up he saw the figure in the white robe who was leaning over something and then a few moments later he saw that it was a fish and then that fish uh, he caused an illusion to make that fish flop out of the the creature's hands and it sort of made a noise of some sort. It it expressed an emotion uh, of frustration or anger or fear or just resignation that nothing can go right. And when he when it put its arms out actually saw that it had crab claws instead of hands human hands um and then he went back to the group that figure was wearing white robes and the the group of figures that konos is currently looking at are wearing very similar white robes
3: and how many figures are there that they saw
0: right now konos is looking at four figures in white ropes. Can you see which
2: side of that island would be best for us to approach, which would give us the most cover or ability to sneak up?
1: Yeah. Do I see a good way to approach without being seen?
0: Well, you could all approach. The question is, do you want to go get Marcel first? Because you saw inscriptions on the top of the standing stones and you saw that there is an etching in the middle of that area between the standing stones.
2: Okay. Well, well, we'll have to uh, take the boat over to the other island anyway, right? Let's, we're going to need the boat. Mm-hmm. So, so uh, be the just go I- back to the boat.
0: The island is not that far. You know, the two islands are so close together. You thought they were one island as you came up on them. Remember, so it's not as if you have to hop in the boat and go ten minutes to get to the northern island. It's only, you know, the, the, the sort of stream area that separates the two uh, islands is only about 10 feet. You could probably walk across it.
2: But if the, the area that joins the two islands is a, more of a gentle slope, maybe it's better to go around the back side of the island if it's steeper, because that'll give us more cover as we approach, in which case the boat will be the best option. Then we can go back to the ship to get more sail.
4: Mm-hmm.
3: I mean, to be fair, I can also swim pretty fast because I am a Luturnian. So if you guys signal me, I can. I was gonna say, kind of meet halfway, so we don't spend that much time.
1: I could also send uh, my familiar um, to swim back to the boat (laughs) and um, and and bring (laughs) Marcel and indicate Marcel needs to to come to that island. I don't know if that will be faster than us rowing back to the ship or not.
0: What's the swim speed?
1: Thirty feet uh, normal, sixty feet, sixty feet dashing.
0: Okay. Yeah, I mean, I don't. I think it would probably take Otto maybe ten minutes to get back to the ship.
1: Okay, let's why don't we do that, um, and then we can uh, scout ahead and either either scout ahead or try to make a stealthy approach and do a little advanced uh, you know, get a get a little advanced information while we wait uh, for Marcel to come.
0: Okay, Marcel, I'm assuming you have seen Otto, his yes. familiar. He was with Otto when we first
3: met at the tavern because he had him in a bucket. Yeah. I was also going to ask because Marcel has the ability to talk with small creatures, would this familiar be considered a small, like natural creature, even though he's also a familiar? Like, would I be able to understand octopus?
0: Like, does he speak octopus? <laughs> does he speak octopus?
1: um good, good question um it's <laughs> <laughs> i mean it's a beast and a fae type so it doesn't have any it doesn't have any spoken languages
3: but it is a but, beast
1: yes mm-hmm. yeah
3: okay because the thing i do is i can speak to small and smaller beasts okay in their like beast language
1: and it is small so that would work and i was just gonna yeah. say like you know having points you know where like, tug on you and say, point, point towards that island. So,
0: I think that uh, probably Marcel would have no problem whatsoever understanding, uh, <laughs> provided they recognized Otto, they would have no problem yeah. understanding uh, what was being said. Right. I love that
3: Lutheran ability, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah,
2: I think for the future we need to work out a signal, right, so that we can very easily. I was thinking the same thing. <laughs> yeah.
3: Yeah, but I mean, in this case, it's okay because I can understand Otto. and he's like, "Hey, the guys need your help," and I'm like, "Okay, let's
4: go."
1: <laughs> yeah. So, so in the meantime, I will basically go to the shore, open the bucket, bucket, and tip tip the octopus into the water, and I will say, uh, "Go, go, swim, swim back to the boat as fast as you can." Uh, get the get the the otter folk, the latrinian Marcel, and tell them that they need to come to that other island and meet us there as fast as they can. Go fast and be careful.
0: Okay, so ha- <laughs> so that was a lot of detail uh, for for Otto, <laughs> but I feel like I feel like uh, Otto can probably relay that information with no problem. So. Let's let's fast forward and let's find out how the three of you what the three of you are gonna do before Marcel arrives. Which is what about twenty minutes? Uh, give or take, yeah, twenty, thirty minutes. Depends on how how far Otto has to has to go to relay the message, you know, in terms of getting the point across. But that leaves thirty minutes for you trying to bide your time right so the question is what are you going to do for that 30 minutes
2: i thought we could maybe just start heading back towards the beach where we'll meet them right? because otto's got a scamper like a direct line how how is he going A direct line back to the ocean and then to the ship
1: uh yeah just the the fastest most direct uh direct path possible
2: Mm -hmm. yeah so we could just follow his trail on the sand and that way it would be closer to the point in which they arrive on the shore.
0: So you're only about, something
2: you guys want to do here. I, I don't know if we've completely exhausted everything we wanted to examine at this ruin.
0: You're only about 300 feet from the beach, remember? So, I mean, these islands are tiny, relatively speaking. So you're 300 feet from the beach, and the beach is only about, you know, 50, 60 feet wide. So, you know, Otto is going to have an easy time just getting right back to the ocean. But if you just walk right down on the beach, you are possibly risking uh some of the those creatures on the other island seeing you. So but Marcel
2: but, also doesn't know that those creatures are there, right? So right. If, Correct. If you want to make sure that, right. that there's not an ambush or an accidental encounter. Okay.
3: I also wanna scout
5: out like what they're doing though, because if they're performing some kind of ritual to like I'm worried they're gonna summon a giant crab. Quite honestly, and we're gonna have to fight said giant crab. So I would maybe one of us stays on the beach to guide Marcel when they get there, and the other two go to scout out the ritual.
1: Okay, I was if we wanna send one or two, one person to scout. I mean, we send one person to scout, and I can cast invisibility so they can go unseen and see what they're doing.
5: I like that.
2: How long does that last? One hour. Oh, that's a good long time. Okay. Yeah. I have pretty good stealth too.
0: I don't. <laughs> <laughs> On the beach it is.
4: <laughs>
0: um so well, so here's what I'm trying to get across. Let me let me paint the scene for you a a little bit closer to what your what your characters are experiencing. There are two small islands. There's a ten foot gap separating them of course that gap is filled with ocean water okay the the northern island is the one that has the standing stones on it and the island uh from the from the gap from the edge of the gap i should say to where those standing stones are is only about 50 or 60 feet So those standing stones are really close to the river between the gap between the two islands. Mm -hmm. And then that island extends probably several hundred feet beyond that, the easterly and westerly directions and in the northerly direction. The island that you're on is south of that island, okay? The island that you're on is also relatively small, but it probably extends several hundred feet behind you to the south, the buildings that you're standing in are only 50 or are only 300 feet from the beach where the river portion, where the thing, the river separating the two islands is at. You came in at an angle, so you didn't come directly through the middle portion between the two islands. You stopped on the northeastern corner of the southern island, and then you came up to the buildings. Okay. So is that... Does that make it a little more clear? So if you go down to the beach where your little boat is, if you're not stealthy at all, it's possible you will get seen by the people that are standing by the standing stones. Now, they might not be able to even tell what you are. They're far enough away that they might not be able to see details, but they might see movement. Okay.
3: Are the standing stones at, like, water level, or is it...
0: Uh... The both islands have a beach at water level, and then there's about Mm. a 10 foot slow slope. So it's not a cliff. It's it's a slope that is it takes it changes in elevation 10 feet up and it probably takes 20 feet to get that 10 feet up. So it's kind of a dune kind of sand dune. So they're basically on top of like a dune at more or less the edge of the southern end of the north island. That right now the they are yes, the standing stones, that is where they are. Yes. The group okay. of you other than Marcel is on the northern part of the southern island, if that makes sense. Yeah.
2: Well we don't want to so, get discovered if we don't have to.
0: Yeah. So I guess my my point that I'm trying to make, I'm trying to give you a good sort of mental picture of what's happening. Everybody is gonna have to roll stealth if they want to. I was gonna say that's the yeah. point you're trying yeah. to get. That's what I'm trying get have at, to get
1: at. be right. Stealthy. Mm-hmm. Question is: Do you want to be invisible? Me? Yes. Or anybody?
3: Ooh, that
5: might be helpful. Quite honestly, I mean, well, I don't we just, think we have a whole lot of other
2: options. Yeah. Or we just stay put until Marcel gets here, right? And then we, well, we're going to have to approach the standing stones using stealth at some point.
5: Yeah. Can um, Konos just climb back up and kind of watch from there, and we can just keep lookout. Sure. Um, until Marcel gets there. And then we don't have to really worry about alerting anybody or anything.
0: Okay. Yeah. If that's what you want to do, that's fine. Yeah. I think, I think, yeah. I think uh, Axley's uh, concern was that Marcel doesn't know what the situation is other than that. You guys right. are in trouble. Yeah. So if you're all at but, the building, Marcel w- might not necessarily know that. And, I'm Mike. basically following the octopus to be fair.
4: Yeah. yeah.
1: That's yeah. true. Well, I can stay I can stay up here. How about I stay up here and I'll keep a lookout. Um, and the rest and the other two the other you guys, the other two either make for back to the beach or try to find a, a place closer to to try to be unseen. And then okay. once Marcel ri- and then once Marcel arrives, we can meet back up and go from there.
2: Yeah, and I have I have faith that Marcel can handle stealth if need be. I mean and, and you can see up there if we need to assist, if there's a problem, exactly. Yeah. Okay,
3: I did super well last time. <laughs>
2: <laughs> okay, so yeah, I think if you just stay put probably is the best thing, then, so then we don't risk being discovered. Yeah.
0: Okay.
1: Plus, I can plus I can keep an eye on the figures on the, in the standing stones, and if I see them up getting up to anything, I can send out an alert or say, "Hey, we need to go now."
0: Yeah, that's what I'm worried about. All right. Okay, so let me make sure i understand this correctly Otto's swimming back to the boat to get marcel Mm -hmm. they are going to come this way toward Mm -hmm. toward the island meanwhile konos is still standing on top of the wall of the ruins and keeping watch on the standing stones
1: yep and i know you said it was kind of like a partially collapsed wall but if there's Mm -hmm. any way to kind of use cover or keep keep out of sight i'll try to do that
0: Okay. What are Imarin and Axley doing, then? Uh, keeping watch just to make sure no
5: figures or crabs approach.
0: Okay. From the bottom. Yeah. Alright. Uh, so everyone can roll me a perception check, and uh, except for Marcel, who can roll me a stealth check.
1: Uh, 10. Perception.
0: What is my perception? 8. 15. Stealth.
1: I'm going to use the bardic inspiration I have from last session for this, because it, <laughs> otherwise it's probably going to go away. Okay. uh, So I have a sixteen perception.
0: Okay. I have a twenty-one total. Okay. And Immerin, what did you get for your perception? Eight. (laughs) Okay. Uh, And Marcel, what was Marcel's stealth? Fifteen. Okay. I'm still spinning that fork in my fingers, just like staring at it. A couple of things. So while you're waiting for the twenty, the twenty or twenty-five minutes or so, Konos sees another figure join the four figures that were in the standing stones. And that figure is, they all still basically have their backs to you. So you have not seen their faces or anything like that. And they're all still holding hands, but their robes are draped over their hands. So you don't actually know if they have human hands or crab claws. You still can't tell from this distance and they haven't moved enough to Give that information away, but you do see that a fifth creature, fifth individual, has joined and is speaking to each one of them as they as they walked into the standing stones. They sort of stopped and they were speaking a few words to each one of the other four figures that were already there. So they're now five figures. Actually, you notice that there are also four to six crabs moving around on the beach, on top of the dunes on the other sides. They're not inside the perimeter of the standing stones, but they are around it. They do not appear to be approaching the stones or bothering the creatures that are inside, but they are there. Imarin, you actually, since you were so focused on that, that crab fork that you have, you notice that it has a name on it or well it has a word on it it sounds like a name you're not sure exactly what it is but the words that it has on it is Tarsus, which is spelled i e n t a r s u hmm. s it's etched right into one of the the sort of handle part right in front of the right before the Contraption creates this sort of crab claw, kind of <laughs> fork structure. Okay. Okay, and then Marcel shows up, and what was your stealth roll? Fifteen. Fifteen.
3: Also, before I jumped into the water, I am casting mage armor on myself.
0: Okay. Do you know what the duration of that is? Eight hours. Okay. Otto leads you a fair bit down the South Island before he sort of motions. For you to go on shore, uh, and so the question I have is, are you going to pick up Otto and carry him with you once you leave the water, or are you going to let him go Oh, across? absolutely! I'll
3: put him on my head.
1: <laughs> 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 I'm uh, like,
3: okay, hop on. Just, just
0: point the way. <laughs> there
1: must be fan art of this. <laughs>
0: okay, well that's that's perfect. <laughs> you. you Konos, at least, sees Marcel, and also Axley also sees Marcel come up, sort of from the south, up the dune. Um, So Marcel is approaching from a a direction that you guys did not come from before. You sort of came from the northern, and you arced around to get to the buildings. Uh, And Marcel is coming from the south. And then finally reaches your building. Marcel, what you see is a Ruined structure that had two sort of main rooms, almost catty corner to each other, but they are so old and dilapidated that the the walls that were made of stone have crumbled on almost all the corners are basically gone. Some of the walls are in half they've crumbled so much. The room the room that they that uh, your comrades are standing in is about 20 feet by 20 feet, almost an exact square, but it has debris all over the floor. and you can see that there were wooden stairs leading up to a second floor that is no longer there, and those stairs have rotted away. Konos is standing in a windowsill that would have been a window on the second floor. Uh, Mm -hmm. But there is no second floor. All of that is basically gone. You also see three crab shaped creatures, almost as if they were deflated and they're laying on the ground. And then you see a fourth one, and it is basically a thin husk of a crab shape. And all in a pool around it is this nasty jelly like substance that it's pretty obvious to you came out of that creature. And then you see um, Immerin and Axley standing, keeping watch, and Konos standing up on that second floor window. Ah, good. Marcel,
2: you made it. Hi, in quick time, too. There's something different about you. Did you change your hair?
3: (laughs) Yeah, I'm trying out this new look.
1: Very I'll, climb, I'll climb down and join everybody else. So thank you for bringing him back and I'll snap my fingers and he'll reappear back in the bucket.
0: <laughs> nice. It looks
2: like uh, there may be a ritual preparing to occur on the island or something, but there's reinforcements. Looks like another figure has joined and there are now crabs on the shore. Hmm.
3: Could that be related to summoning more of these crab things? I would hazard to guess. Um, Don't poke them, by the way.
5: Don't do that. Um, Yeah, I want to hear what they're saying. I want to hear if this is anything relating to what we already know about the Blue Plateau and what we've learned. Um, I want to see what the scrawling is on these pillars as well so we can see what's actually going on. So I think we need to get a closer look.
2: Okay, what's the best way to approach without drawing attention to ourselves?
5: It's a really good question.
2: (laughs) Well, I think the three of us have decent stealth, Is that right? And, the, and then Emerin, we can help her out maybe with a spell.
3: Fair enough. Yeah, because if we if they're already working on some kind of ritual, we can't really stay for too long because I think if we try going around the long way, it's going to take us like another half an hour to do that.
4: We and hopefully might not pre-
3: have that time.
2: Yeah, and if they're preparing for ritual, hopefully their attention will be focused not on us as we approach it might give us a. a
3: they might crabs might be more alert
2: yeah they seem to be there for guard duty i think
1: one thing we could do and i know it's probably not a good idea is to split up but marcel and i could try to maybe swim around and come in from another way while actually in uh Ameren try to go the, the land route well,
2: are you good at swimming yes okay uh that possibility
5: i think that's her However, can we backtrack for a second? What's our main goal here? Aren't we supposed to be getting, like, a giant crab head?
1: Yeah, we were supposed to find and kill a giant, uh, the giant crab that uh, Olgret had told us about. So, right. uh, ironically, when you were saying you were worried about them summoning a giant crab, that's exactly the thing we're here for.
5: I know. That's kind of what I'm wondering if we should wait to see what they're actually doing before we interrupt or risk interrupting.
3: Maybe, you know? But if they do if they do summon anything or more help, it is going to be harder for us to take down. And if it happens that we stop them from doing the thing, we can always take these things back and say, Hey, we cleared think- the islands. This is the only thing we've found. Assuming s- we don't find more. <laughs> sure.
5: Do you think that'll be enough for Olgrit to waive her fees, though?
3: We're trying to get out of here. Assuming we can convince him that we've managed to stop whatever's happening on this Island. I think that would be fine. It might take more than just taking out these. We will have to discover what else there is to the North end of the Island of the uh, second Island.
1: Yes. And and I don't think we've explored the other Island, the, the South Island all the way either.
3: Okay. My concern is if we let them continue with this ritual, uh, things might get out of hand and we won't be able to take down whatever happens.
2: Right. Yeah. What's the best way to interfere with a ritual in progress? Just attack those who
0: are causing it? Break their concentration. They, you said they were holding hands. The four of them are holding hands and the fifth one that entered came in and s- spoke to each of them.
3: I would say, make them stop holding hands. <laughs> That might disrupt the ritual, whatever that is. Do you Which think we you
2: have can to get like close can
5: we cast another
3: sleep spell on
5: the crabs and then interrupt the ritual after that? We could do that, yeah. I say that's our best approach.
1: The tablets we've got, does those um do those talk about like how the ritual is performed or how many people it needs to pull it off?
0: Yeah, I mean, uh, Axley looked at those coral tablets, and it was pictograms showing how to perform a ritual. You you don't know if it's the same ritual that these people are performing.
3: Okay. Uh, I also have one idea, because this seemed to work last time. I have dancing lights. That's right. I can make oh. glowing, floating lights to distract the crabs, to either make them run away or towards the lights to figure out what it is so oh. we can get them off, away from the main group and that way they'll be concentrating on something other than us and give us maybe an advantage on sneaking up on them
5: that might work do you think your dancing lights would have the same effect on
3: the robed figures if they are less than human they're just Dancing lights. So I don't think it's going to necessarily distract them more than, hey, something's going on. Fair enough. But okay. when I use the dancing lights on the things we saw on the beach, they just turned tail and ran. Right. Um, so there's, there's two options there. They'll either go investigate the lights or they'll run away from the lights. Um, which might make it a bit difficult to where to position the (laughs) lights depending on where we want them to go, but at least it'll distract them away from where they're currently at. And I can do that in a 120 feet away. So.
5: All right. So actually you and I stealth from the ground and Konos and Marcel take to the sea and try and sneak around that way.
2: Okay. That sounds good. And then, uh, the invisibility would probably be good to cast on Emerin for the stealth. Yes. I will so, do so.
0: Okay. Um. So I know that Axley cast a spell last time. Was that a cantrip that you cast? I can't remember.
2: It, one was a cantrip, and then I cast the sleep, which was a level one.
0: Okay. So how many spell slots do you have?
2: I have remaining two uh, level ones and two level two.
0: Okay. Um, and Konos, you did not cast a spell last time, correct?
1: Uh, actually, I think I, I had cast Armor of Agathis right before. It's a, right at the end of the session when it seemed like okay. we were going to be that's headed right. towards the sanding stones. So that's one. I'm the, and I'm using my second one now to turn Emraan invisible.
0: Now, how how long is Armor of Agathis um, active?
1: Uh, it's active for an hour. And I know we had been okay. essentially waiting about what about a half hour for Marcel yeah. to yep. to get it's, to us. it's uh, still active. That's fine. Okay. Yep. So, yeah, so I'll cast uh, Invisibility on Emerin and when I do so, essentially, she essentially just becomes, like, perfect camouflage for any surface that she's on or near.
0: That's weird. Now, anything that you drop, Emoryn, suddenly becomes visible. Okay. Hey. So, if you accidentally drop something or you throw something, that item is visible once it's no longer touching you, and as soon as you make an attack, your invisibility ends.
5: Got it. Okay. I'm going to, like, tuck the fork in my pockets and make sure everything's, like, not going to fall off.
0: Okay. Now... So does she leave footprints in the sand when she's invisible?
2: Yeah, she's still, yeah,
1: she'll still leave footprints. She'll still make noise. It's just she can't be seen. Mm-hmm. So. Okay.
0: So, a creature, so a creature with blind sight would recognize her... Tri- or with sense would probably recognize her walking up. Wouldn't absolutely. actually see her still, but they would know that something is there. And something with true sight would also see her. Mm-hmm. So, okay. Uh, n- no one is expecting these crabs to have true sight, so you know. <laughs> <laughs> so we're in bigger trouble if they can. <laughs> <laughs> so Konos and Marcel, you're you're going to go into the sea. How are you going to come up upon the standing stones?
1: I th- I was planning on, I was thinking we could just circle around a little bit, um, kind of behind them while actually and Emeran take the more direct head-on approach.
0: Okay. How are the crabs located around the the ritual site? They a- appear to be sort of um, milling around in the northwest sort of area. The standing stones make a rough circle or a- almost an oval, and mm-hmm. they are kind of in the in the northwest area above that or north of that. So they're not they're probably 20 feet from that top uh, topmost stone. All right. So they're on the
3: opposite end of the ritual happening from where we're approaching. Correct. Um, I would suggest we go from the east at least. So we're farthest from that group and basically just swim out just a bit to get to like kind of same level as where the uh, ritual is happening and then come from from the east towards the ritual site.
0: Okay. So you're both going to come from the east or one of you from the east and one from the west?
3: Yeah. No, I'd say we go together. I don't think yeah, we need to split each other that much. Yeah.
2: Okay.
0: And so, Axley, what are you doing? Are you going to try to stealthily sneak us across? Are you going to go head on or what are you what are you planning on?
2: Yeah, I think we should favor tor- more towards the side that they're swimming up. So we'll be closer to them.
0: Okay. And Immerin, you're just going to kind of follow Axley. <laughs> yep. Since he can't follow you. <laughs>
2: <laughs> At least I'll be able to see she's there because of the footsteps.
0: Okay. So I need a stealth roll from everyone.
2: Okay. Uh, can I give uh, Emeryn another Bardic Inspiration die if she
0: doesn't uh, have hers? Anymore? I think she still has one left. She I don't think she used it. Yeah. Those last 10 minutes. Yeah. Oh, oh, that's probably. true. They last 10 minutes. So you guys waited for Marcel 30 minutes.
2: Yeah. I, yeah. I can yeah. give her another one.
0: Uh, when you do that, how are you doing it? Are you going to play a song?
2: Yeah. <laughs> just uh, I'll, I'll do just a really low-key... Flute.
1: Song.
0: Okay. Okay. You're going to make your stealth check with disadvantage. Okay. Do I'm, I get it? I'm mean.
1: <laughs> do we get any, do Marcel and I get any kind of advantage for being underwater when we're swimming? Uh,
0: your stealth check is for when you're out of the water, when you, okay. when you come out of the water, okay. but when you're in the water, they will not see you.
1: Okay. okay. There. Well, that's an eight. Well, that's an eight on stealth. So. <laughs> oh, not a good start.
0: Okay.
5: I got a 17. Excellent. Okay. Well, I got a one the first time around, but the second time around, I got a seven.
0: <laughs> a <little laughs> it's better. not going well, guys. And what is the disadvantage? It means I roll. You roll 2d20, and then you take the low one, and then you add your modifier.
2: Okay. So, first roll is 11. Next one is a six. Mm. So, let's see. Uh, plus my modifier. So, I have 12 total.
5: <laughs> We're going to be rolling initiative here soon. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Best of intentions. Okay. <laughs> yep. Well, that answers the question: of How you disrupt a ritual?
1: <laughs> Make a lot of noise. all
0: <laughs> oh, your stealth rolls. <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> so
0: lucky for you guys, your DM rolled a one. Oh. Nice. Oh my god! They're <laughs> they're really
3: one. you know they're really concentrated on the ritual. <laughs>
0: they are they are uh so <laughs> you don't know i rolled a one uh but you also <laughs> always just assume that you are being as stealthy as possible so konos and marcel go into the water and uh, swim up a little bit and then come out of the water emarin is completely invisible and axley is trying to kind of sneak around and so actually how good of a swimmer are you because you have to swim that 10 that 10 foot mm ocean span between the two islands what would determine that um i was just asking like how (laughs) good yeah i mean uh there's real no determination i mean everybody kind of knows how to swim in fifth edition uh but it's it's more of what how you think act how well a swimmer you think actually would be yeah i mean
2: i don't think he would be an expert swimmer by any means but i think he would be able to you know jump in the water without fear tread and move around at a decent pace
4: Okay.
0: And he's wearing leather armor? Uh yes. Okay. And then imran, you have a problem because you're wearing scale mail. Oh gosh.
2: How deep is the ten foot?
0: It's ocean. Um it it's it you can walk out, you're like you're walking it's like walking off of a beach, but you don't know if it's gonna actually be fully I
5: might drop out underneath
0: it. Yeah. So you have well, a choice I just, to make could go you...
2: forward and first and test how deep it is. Mm-hmm.
5: I, that's probably a good idea.
0: Okay, so Axley goes first? Yeah. Yeah. Um, It is at the deepest, only 12 feet deep. So it's not too bad. But there is a pretty swift current, actually, because it is part of the ocean. So um, you still have to make a choice whether you're going to leave your armor on or take it off. Well, what if I go
2: across, I forward it first, and then... With a rope, she can hold on to the rope and pull herself across, you know, leaping from the bottom. She could probably jump across that deepest part.
0: So, I mean, it's not, it's its more about the metal weighing her down. I don't know what you, I mean, I suppose you could probably find a rock to secure a rope to. Um, or if I just not, held it. I'm, I'm not sure if you just held it. Okay, you can do that. Then we're talking about a strength check for you. I was going to say, I think I'm just going to wing it. <laughs> I'm just going to dive in and we're going to see what happens. Okay. Uh, roll, me a, roll me a strength athletics check. It has a DC of 12. That's a 10. Total? Yep. Okay. Um, you make it across, but you are now suffering one level of exhaustion okay. and suffering one level of exhaustion means that you will make roles with disadvantage. So having one level of exhaustion means that you have disadvantage on all ability checks. Got it. All right. <laughs> Actually, you um, see some splashing in the water uh, and then you see footprints come out of the water. But you don't actually see him, okay. or she's still invisible.
5: Like, lots of heavy breathing. <laughs> <laughs>
0: um, okay, so how do you want to approach these stones? You're going to sneak up head on?
2: Uh, I still think we should kind of circle to the side and maybe use... Is there a stone that we can use to mask our approach?
0: There are, there are some rocks. Um, I mean, you're small, so you can probably stealthily move around. Okay. There are large uh, tufts of like grass. These really tall sort of beach grasses. Also, this is a very duney area, so you know the line of sight is not exactly perfect, right? So, okay. I I don't think you'll have a problem finding a stealthy space until you get close to the stones, right? So when you when you're thinking about standing stones, the area around the standing stones is flat. And it's a Mm -hmm. 30, roughly, you know, 25 or 30 foot diameter set of stones here. And for probably 10 feet around, 10 or 15 feet around those stones, there is no cover there because it's a built structure that was specifically put in this clearing. And the
3: four figures that are holding hands are like in the center of that wider circle?
0: Right. They're in the center of the stones themselves. So the stones make a roughly circular pattern, and then there's 10 or 15 feet on on the outside of that that is also clear, and everything inside is clear, and the figures are inside the standing stones, inside the perimeter of the standing stones. And there was also something uh, etched into the ground where that standing stone, uh, where that setup was, that the group saw before... The people were there okay
3: so i have an idea for disrupting them i can cast gust of wind which will f- make them have to do a strength saving throw or get pushed 15 feet away from me mm-hmm. which will at the very least make them stumble and break their formation. (laughs) Sure. (laughs) If even just one of them fails their strength saving throw. Um, It does affect everyone, though, so that means (laughs) anyone who wants to get in close can't as long as I've got Gust of Wind
2: up. And I could also try and sleep and catch as many as possible.
3: I would suggest keeping the sleep spell for the crabs. Because those are probably going to come at us as soon as we start disrupting them. Mm-hmm. And if you took out the crabs before with a sleep spell, that's probably going to work better. Though if you wait until everything is as close as possible, we can you can probably maximize the effect. Are you going to try to do your dancing lights trick? I don't know. Because if we start attacking, the crabs are going to come to us anyways. I don't know if we want them to leave and then come back, or if we just want to try and control them via sleep spell once when, when they spot us and, and start rushing
0: us.
2: Well, now that we're closer, can we see any more details of the figures, what they're doing, what the writing is on the, on the stones?
0: How close do you want to get?
2: Close enough uh, that
5: we're still like kind of in the dunes and the brush, but not in that clearing yet.
3: So like edge, like edge up on our bellies, kind of up to yeah. the top and just peer over the edge
1: like
0: 100 feet or so okay so you do see the etchings and the issue is you can't see them close enough it's writing so you can tell that it's writing but it's it's sort of like seeing a street sign from too far away you know that that street sign says something on it or has a symbol on it that when you get closer, you'll be able to see it, but the resolution is too low because you're too far away. Okay. So you're going to have to be a lot closer to read what it says.
2: Do the figures appear to be doing anything different? Are they still joining hands?
0: Well, so uh, roll me a perception check.
2: Oh, not good. Uh, Six total.
0: (laughs) You are uh, so focused on trying to make sure that Immerin. Uh, is near you and not making too much noise, and that you're being quiet enough uh, that you're you don't you don't notice any difference in uh, what they're doing inside the. are they are they chanting or anything they're they sound like they're humming humming okay yeah uh, if Marcel and Konos want to give me um a perception or if imerin wants to give me a perception, so Axley didn't yeah. see anything but the rest I of the can- a of thirteen okay
1: mm-hmm. three Twelve.
0: <laughs> okay so uh Imarin and marcel you notice that they are humming and they are humming in harmony with each other so one of them is sort of low and one of them is an octave higher and one of them's an octave higher and one of them's an octave higher uh and that, but they're in perfect harmony in the same key and the one who had come in, the fifth one who had come in later, is actually, it has a tablet in front of it. And it's, uh, it's mouthing something but not saying anything. Um, and you notice that its hands are crab claws, but its face is human. But it has – it's almost like half of its face is partially – half of its face is crab. And Mm. um, so it's sort of – it's having a hard time sort of mouthing these things because it doesn't have a human mouth anymore. Its mouth is half human, half crab. And the structure of a crab's mouth is much different from the structure of a human mouth. Uh, And so it's not actually saying words. It's mouthing something. And it's holding a piece of coral tablet with its claws. It's kind of precarious, actually, uh, almost as if this it's not used to holding it. It's having a hard time balancing the, the tablet on it, uh, on its claws. Uh, and every once in a while it glances up and looks at the other four that are there. Um, and you cannot see their faces yet. Their, their uh, hoods are, the cowls of their cloaks are down far enough that you don't see their faces but you suspect they probably also are some kind of a weird crabby human mixture
5: this is so
3: strange um so are
5: we going to get worried
2: yeah i think i'm starting to get worried if we let them continue that things could get really bad for us and plus that 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 may be the missing tablet that we need
3: and I think the only thing going in our favor is the fact that they seem to be having trouble actually performing the ritual because they're crabby, um, <laughs> which is probably what's making things not go their way. But we should probably make it even harder for them sooner I rather agree. than later.
2: <laughs> I agree. I think I could I could disrupt them pretty quickly with a minor illusion, and then we could spring on them.
3: Okay. So okay. we want to. We want to crawl up to the edge of the dune they're on, which is yeah.
0: like 30 feet away from them, approximately, right? Um, yeah, I think so. If you right. come up to the edge, you're probably about 15, 20 feet away from the stones, mm-hmm. and they're inside the perimeter of the stones, which is about 30 feet circular. That's my
2: range for minor illusions, 30 feet.
3: So you'd have to get even closer to do the illusion. Cause the other thing we can do is once like I can get up to the very edge of the dune and throw the gust of wind into the center um, because them holding hands is not going to be more than 10 feet sure. wide. Okay. And that's the width of
0: the gust.
2: Okay. That sounds good.
0: Does that gust uh, keep going or is like, is it's it, a concentration it's concentration. A okay. Yeah. Okay. And
3: I can change the direction if I want to. Okay. And turn. so
0: your plan is to keep it going or to,
3: as much as possible, just keep it going until um, they stop or we get into combat with them.
0: Okay. Okay. Um, so that's what you're. That's what uh, Marcel is going to do. What's Konos doing?
1: Um, Konos will be by Marcel, um, about the same distance to the figures, and is rolling up his sleeve and is getting ready to cast Elders Blast.
0: Okay. Are you going to target a particular one?
1: I'm I, at this point. I think I'm going to hold it and see you know, anyone that's able to stay standing after Marcel does the gust of wind as and keep their footing. That's who I'll focus on.
0: Okay, Axley.
2: I'm going to try to catch the crabs in the sleep spell.
0: Okay, so um, they're on the other side. So you're going to have to sneak around because you guys came in uh, from the east. From the east. How far away are they? I mean, they're probably 50, 60 feet away from you right now. So, but you'll have to sneak around because okay. they're if you it's as the crow flies 50, 60 feet. Uh-huh. But that would mean you'd have to go through the center of the standing stones. I don't think you want to
2: do that. Okay. Well, sleep has a 90 foot range. So oh, just, okay.
0: Uh, so the thing is that uh, it's a cone. Is that a cone or what's the? It's just so, an area
2: of effect. It's um. I I just pick a point within 90 feet and then. Oh, you pick an origin square. Foot,
0: okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's fine with me. Okay. Imran, what are you doing? Um, I'm going to stay put um,
5: and just kind of hold until something happens.
0: Okay. So, uh, I mean, I'm assuming that you guys planned this before you snuck across. So... Uh, are, are you going to do it in order or are you all three going to hit at the same time? So is Marcel going to cast the wind spell at the same time Axley's casting the sleep spell at the same time that Konos is going to shoot off an Eldris Blast? Or are you going to sort of do one thing, wait, do another thing, wait, do another thing, wait? I think the best uh, option is to have the gust of wind
4: and
3: the sleep spell happening at the same time since they're different targets um, and then we wait and see who stays put yeah. uh, for the Eldritch Blast to go off.
5: Okay. And That's... then in that case, I'm gonna hold a Thunder Wave. Um, okay. And kind of see who else is also standing.
0: Okay. So Marcel, your Gust of Wind. What's the what's the is it a Dexterity save or a Strength save? Is a Strength saving throw. Okay, And um, what's your spell save DC? Thirteen. Strength with a DC 13. Okay. Uh, one failed. I'm doing the the four that are that are humming. Second one also failed. Third one succeeded. The fourth one failed. And now let me do the main one that's trying to read the tablet failed so all but one of them failed so what's the effect
3: yeah they get pushed 15 feet away from me in the same direction that the wind is going
0: okay how did you want to push the wind through the stones
3: i'll position myself between two of the stones and just have the gusts go through the stones basically towards the
0: uh, other side so like, but from the south to the north or from the east to the west? Or? I think we were all approaching from the east. So okay. s- from the east towards the west. Okay. As you cast the gust of wind. Oh, actually, actually, go ahead and uh, roll your hit points for your sleep spell. Oh, yeah. Okay. 5d8.
3: Roll high. Please. Yes. 15,
2: roll high. Good so far. 15, 16, 17, 23. 31, I believe, which is my five. Pretty good.
3: pretty good. Yeah. That's, yeah,
0: that's pretty good.
2: Yeah, I got seven and two eights. <laughs> that's pretty
0: good. <laughs> Three of the four crabs do that thing that you saw them do last time. They sort of, their legs straighten out, lifting them as high as possible off the ground. And they stand like that for about 10 seconds, almost as if they're listening for something. And then they, Sort of plop to the ground and uh, and squish out as they go pfft. and but the fourth one does not it's still sort of rummaging around, seemingly unnoticing what's happening so here's what happens with the gust of wind. The wind suddenly rushes through the set of standing stones and Three of the four that were holding hands are ripped apart from each other. Two of them actually still holding on to each other, but they get pushed. One of them slams into one of the standing stones. And the other one goes through the gap between two standing stones, falls down. The third one actually goes almost in the same uh, direction as where the... Uh, the one that had the the coral tablet was that he almost runs into him, dodges at the last second, but falls down and slams into one of the standing stones. And the one that had the coral tablet actually throws his arms up and the coral tablet flies out of his hand, crashes onto the ground somewhere beyond your vision and, because the gust of wind hits it, takes it, he flies back, hits his head on the standing stone, and crumples down to the ground. And now we need to roll initiative, because now they know you're all there.
1: And I was and I was shooting at the one who was still left left standing.
0: Okay. Go ahead and uh, take that shot. Do you have to roll an attack roll, or is it a save?
1: Uh, it's an attack roll. Uh, 15 on the dice. Uh, 21 to hit.
0: Okay, that hits.
1: All right. uh, that is it. Six points of uh, force damage. Okay. And instead of like a blast of energy, it basically just like a little hole in hole in space opens up near him, and a purple and black looking octopus tentacle lashes out and swats at him.
0: <laughs> Smacks him across the face. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, all right. So roll some initiative. Sixteen. Twenty. Five. Three! <laughs>
2: you yes. win. Oh, I rolled a one.
5: Uh, I rolled a six, but I have a negative one initially. Listen, I'm really
3: concentrated on the gust of wind, okay?
5: <laughs> Did your part? It's fine. I'm still lacking contribution here, so. <laughs> I'm about to get my other dice. This is not
0: working out well. Okay. Well, the crabs. At a six, mm-hmm. my dice aren't working out for me either very much. <laughs> so
3: that, that works perfectly for
0: us. Even playing field. <laughs> so Konos, here's here's the scene. There are now th- four crabmen on the ground. Two of them ran into standing stones. One of them ran between standing stones and tripped and is now on the ground outside of the standing stones. Mm -hmm. One of them is standing inside the standing stones, but just got slapped in the face by your eldritch tentacle, which sounds great. Um, You don't know where Immerin is because she's invisible. But you can see, I mean, you have have knowledge of where Marcel and Axley are. And there is one other giant crab now. You see that the the three that actually put to sleep are still down. There is one now that is walking toward the individual that fell outside of the standing stones.
1: Uh, the, so the leader, you said he lost his grip on the tablet and that flew off somewhere. Yeah. Did I see where? Did I, did I see where that landed?
0: In the dune, in the sand beyond the stone circle.
1: So it's on the other side of the circle from me.
0: Right. So the the wind is still actually going. And it got grabbed by the by the wind and pushed.
1: Okay, I kind of want to get that. Um, is there a way I can move around the perimeter of the circle to where the tablet is?
0: Sure, uh, you'll be um, exposing yourself to the crab and the the people inside that could see you. The people inside the standing stone that could see you. I'm gonna go for it. Okay,
1: because if they don't have that, they can't uh, presumably can't complete the ritual.
0: So it's going to take you two movements to get there.
1: Can I use my action to dash and get there in one turn?
0: Sure. Yeah, absolutely. I will do that. Okay. Roll me a um, intelligence investigation check. 16. Okay. Uh, you find it. It is in pieces. Ooh. You will have to gather the pieces. Oh, no. Okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. I have a feeling about that. <laughs> uh axley what are you doing
2: okay well i will i'm going to fire an arrow at the, uh, the crab i think that's okay make sure it's not going to come after us
0: so the crab is going to have partial cover because it is on the other side of the stones so you don't okay. have a direct line of sight to it right now
2: okay Would i be able to move from my position to get a better shot
0: Probably, but you would have to expose yourself to anyone else near or in the stones.
2: Okay, well, at this point I think they kind of suspect that we're here, so <laughs> going to take that. Out. So I'll do that. I'll, I'll move okay. first to try to maneuver.
0: So do you want to try to? Mo- so uh, one other thing, you know, that gust of wind is still going. So if you shoot an arrow through that, it has yeah. a, has can have trouble getting through that gust. It is so
3: uh, ten feet wide. And 60 feet long so if you go to one
0: side of it you maybe that would work is I the gotta, crab
2: in that direction is it so scared by the wind
0: so basically if you imagine a circle and there's a 10 foot wide bar going through it that's the gust of wind mm-hmm. and at the end of that so at the beginning of that gust of wind is where marcel is standing right if you go around to the other end, that's almost where Konos is, actually. Okay. So you could actually go over by Konos and okay. get a good view of the crab. Yeah, I'll do that. Okay. So go ahead and take your shot. Okay. I rolled a 14, and then I, would I add a, that a dex modifier for a bow. You add your proficiency and your dexterity modifier for a ranged attack.
2: Okay, proficiency is plus two, so that makes it a Correct. sixteen. And then where would I find the ranged attack?
0: Oh uh, well, so you're ran- you're making a ranged attack. So you roll your d twenty and then you add your proficiency, which is plus two, and you okay. add your dexterity modifier.
2: Dexterity modifier. Okay, so that would be nineteen total. Okay, that hits. And a sharp pose one d six. Which is, oh, six, plus uh, I get, uh, I don't think I have a strength. Do
0: strength you add your dexterity modifier to your... Oh,
2: okay, yeah. so that's nine.
0: So nine damage, okay. You see your arrow go into the body of the crab, and when it enters, it slows down a lot, and it's now sticking sort of halfway out of the the shoulder, if you will, of the crab. It's kind of kind of hit the top of the crab's shell, but it's went into it and it's kind of sticking in it. And as it went into it, you saw a little sort of jet of nasty goo stuff fly out the other direction as the arrow went in. Okay. And then anything else? Do you have a bonus action or anything that you want to do?
2: I don't think I have any good bonus action spells. So now.
0: Okay. So, The next thing that happens is the crabs get to go. So there were uh, three of the four individuals that were holding hands that got thrown to the ground. One of them flew between the stones and is now standing outside of the stones. One of them was still standing up but got slapped in the face. Two of them had fallen down after hitting stones, and the leader had hit the stone and fallen down. Everyone who fell down stands up, okay? And they are going to look around— and I need a stealth roll from everyone.
5: Do I get advantage if I'm in, invisible still?
0: Yeah. Yes. Yeah, because you're still invisible.
5: Oh, that's not
3: better. <laughs> 21. Yeah, that's a 7. I'm kind of standing there throwing wind at them.
2: <laughs> I got a 20.
0: Who got less than a 19? Do I
3: still th- uh, get stealth? Because like, I'm just standing there
0: Yeah, the it, spell. It's more of an opposed roll to see if they can actually locate you. It's not about okay. you trying to hide. Alright, so that would be a 16 for me. Okay. Uh, so only Konos and Axley got more than a 19. The crab that was holding on to the coral tablet stands up and kind of you see him kind of rub his face uh and he looks around for a second and he looks over and he sees marcel sort of concentrating on keeping that uh that wind going which by the way says each creature that starts his turn in the line has to give me another strength saving throw or get pushed back again okay uh I'm 15 sure. what's your spell save dc Uh, 13. Okay. So he, he, uh, he made it and he points at Marcel and he opens his mouth and you hear in your mind, and you're not sure if it's actually an audible sound or if it's, uh, if, or if it's just in your mind, you can't tell at this moment because he's actually moving his mouth as well. You hear the word desist. And I need you to make me a wisdom saving throw. And the spell save DC is pretty low. Or it's a 13. 18. Okay. You feel that he is trying to force you to stop casting your spell with his mental power. Great. He's a caster. But it doesn't work. (laughs) So um, he notices that it doesn't work. And... He stops pointing at you, and he starts looking around on the ground, uh, probably looking for the tablet. And then that's the end of his turn. The other crabs, uh, one of them is still standing up, the one that got slapped, and he is in the wind then. So uh, he, I think, failed his spell, say, DC. He gets pushed out. He gets pushed uh, out. Toward Konos, clips the standing stone as he goes and takes some damage. Uh, the caster or sorry the caster. the you said he's a caster, so that's in my head. Um, <laughs> the, the crab that was outside that is no longer in the wind because he got pushed out through the standing stones um, that is relatively close to Konos and actually he stands up. And he approaches them, and let's find out which one he approaches. He approaches Konos, and he holds his arms up, and you see that he has crab claws as hands. And he makes a motion as if he's going to try to clamp your arm in his crab claw, and I rolled a 17. What's your AC?
1: 15. It hits, and he takes 10 cold damage.
0: Okay. He takes 10 cold damage.
1: After he does damage to me.
0: Yeah. That hurts him. He, that's the armor of Agathus, right? Mm-hmm. He tries to clamp down on your arm and compresses it as hard as he can with his claw, and you take 6 damage, and uh, you are grappled. And the other crabmen are subject to rolling saves, and they both fail. So when they fail to save again, Marcel, do they, uh, they get pushed another 15 feet? 15 feet, yeah. Okay. They are about to be outside of the standing stones. They are spending their entire turn trying to keep their balance and not fall down and not hit the stones. Um, and then it is Immerin's turn. Okay. Um, where am I in relation to the two that are still in the wind? You're outside of the standing stones. You are to the east of the stones and they are inside the stones still. The ones that got pushed out, there are two inside the stones. The ones that got pushed out are on the other side. They're on the Western side. Konos okay. and Axley went sort of north and above yeah, and are sort of on the western side now with the crab and the, and the other two. Okay, can I use my 30 feet of movement
5: to get close enough to cast Thunder Wave on the two that are still inside the stones?
0: Yes, you can do that. Um, it would probably... So there's a chance it could knock down some of the stones depending on where you cast it. And also, it's probably going to hit the two that are on the other side that are out of the stones as well because it has a 15-foot cone, right? Is that correct? 15-foot cube, yeah. A cube, okay. So yeah, it probably will definitely. So uh, depending on where you want to be, it could take out some of the stones as well. Can I just be like in between the stones enough that it wouldn't? So you can stand in between the stones on one side, say on the eastern side, yeah, so you could probably do a 15-foot square inside the diameter. Yeah. I was thinking if you wanted to hit as many people as possible, you could actually position yourself so that you hit all four four of the five of them. But if you want to just hit the two that are inside, that's fine too.
5: Um, yeah, I think I'm just going to go with the two that are inside
0: currently so I don't damage any of the standing stones. Okay. So, you're going for two that are inside or the three yes. that are inside? Sorry, there's three inside. There's the two regular ones and the leader guy. And oh, then there's. Can I hit all three of those? Yeah, you could try to hit all three of those. And there's two outside that are not the leader guy. Okay. okay. So, uh, I believe that's a dexterity save that they have to make. Is that correct? Um, constitution. Constitution save. Okay. Okay. So, the two. Uh, regular non-caster crabmen. The first one uh, rolled an 8. What's your spell save, DC? 12. Okay. It failed. And the second one rolled a 13. So it made it. And then here's the leader guy, uh, 18. So one of them totally failed. So go ahead and uh, roll me the damage. 9. Okay. All right. So, and then the other two take half. And then it pushes them 10 feet. Is that correct? Yes. We're just shoving these guys all over the place. It's fine. <laughs> okay. The caster once again gets pushed back into the stone that he's standing in front of. He is not happy about that. <laughs> and the other two get knocked to the ground and pushed to the edge of where they're almost outside of the standing stones. Okay. Okay. And then it is Marcel's turn. Can I use a bonus action? Sure. Absolutely. Yes. What would um, you like to do? How far away currently is um, Konos? Um, how long was the gust of wind, Marcel? 60 feet. Okay. So Konos is outside of that range. Okay. So Konos is probably about 30, 40 feet from you, maybe. What, what is it that you want to do?
5: A uh, spiritual weapon. I want to cast something over there so I can maybe hit the one that's
0: grappling him. Okay. What's the range on that? 60 feet. And you can cast it as a bonus action? Yes. Um, and I think you have to concentrate on that, correct? After? No. No, no. you don't? Nope. Nope. That's cool. That's why I love that
3: spell. Yep. <laughs> spiritual weapon is the best.
5: I am a fan of it so far. <laughs> this is the first time using it.
3: <laughs> I only have a handful of spells and I already have two
0: that require concentration. <laughs> um, so uh okay, what form do you want your spiritual weapon to take? Mm-hmm. That's a good question. So you are the lightning queen, right? I was going to say, can I just make it like a big lightning bolt? Absolutely. I don't see why not. That sounds awesome. What color is it?
5: It is like a blinding whitish yellow.
0: Okay. There is a humongous natural lightning bolt (laughs) that appears right next to Konos.
4: (laughs) That's not terrifying.
0: (laughs) It gets an attack when it summons, doesn't it? I think so. I'm reading it right now. Uh, Yes, you make a spell attack, a melee spell attack against a creature within five feet of the weapon. Mm -hmm. It will take force damage equal to 1d8 plus your spellcasting. But I'm going to change it. It's not going to take force damage. It's going to take lightning damage. (laughs) Because your spiritual weapon is a lightning rod. (laughs)
4: Nice.
0: Uh, So... Uh, roll me a spell attack, and this is on... Are you are you attacking the crab or the crab man that's holding on to Konos? The crab man that's holding on to Konos. Okay. Go ahead and roll me a spell attack for that. Ten. Is that what you rolled, or is that your... everything altogether? Uh, I rolled an eight plus a two is a ten. So your spell attack should be your proficiency plus your spell ability oh. modifier.
5: So I have a two spell casting... Ability modifier, so
0: plus another 2 for proficiency? Correct. You're always proficient casting your own spells. Okay. And then 12. Okay. Well, then that hits. didn't hit with a 10, see. Uh Okay, so um, that was the one that just got burned with the armor as well. How much damage does it do? Um, 1D8, 1d8 plus your spell casting ability modifier. Go ahead and roll me the damage. That is a five. Okay. Konos, you're standing there with the big creature with your arm in its claw. And all of a sudden, a giant lightning bolt comes down and goes and hits the thing right in the shoulder. And it like seizes up and it's shocked for a moment. And it goes, ah, but it does not die. But that was fantastic. Uh, Marcel, you see that as well. <laughs> and also, by the way, for everyone, uh, you didn't know where Imran was until all of a sudden right, yeah. she showed up and cast Thunder Wave, knocking down the people in the, in between the stones, and then made a lightning bolt appear next to Konos.
5: I'm liking being a, a Tempest Cleric. <laughs>
3: All right, so I don't like casters. Caster spell trouble, and also he's like the main boss. So I'm going to keep concentrating on Gust of Wind, but I am going to send a uh, Chaos Bolt at the main dude. Okay. where's I have a cat in the way. <laughs> uh, so that's going to be... That's 11 plus 5. 16. That hits. Uh, so he takes... 2d8. Ooh, ouch. Yeah. 2d8 damage. That's Ooh. Ooh.
0: That sounds 13. like a lot of damage. Okay.
3: And I rolled an eight and a five. So we'll make that thunder damage. Uh, sorry, lightning damage.
0: Okay. I sense a motif here. <laughs> <laughs>
3: I actually only get to choose between the two numbers I rolled for the Uh, damage type, but I happen to roll an eight and a five,
0: which is lightning (laughs) and thunder. So I was like, okay, lightning it is. (laughs) Nice. Uh, He also gets shocked all of a sudden uh, with a giant lightning bolt, but this lightning bolt doesn't come from the sky. It comes from Marcel's hands, and that leads us back to Konos.
1: Okay. I'm still grappled. Um, You are.
0: You can escape with uh, either an acrobatics or an athletics check. The DC is 12.
1: Okay. Uh, Yeah, I will try to escape from the grapple. I rolled exactly a 12 uh, acrobatics.
0: So you wrench your arm out of the crab's claw. What else are you going to do?
1: Is that an action?
0: That is your movement.
1: Oh, okay. Um, Okay, um... If I attack him adjacent with Elders Blast, I'm just I'm at disadvantage, right?
0: Yes, because you're in melee.
1: Okay, I'm gonna go for it. I'm just saying, okay. I, th- I think I can hit him with this. You in a disadvantage? Well, that negates a twenty, <laughs> and I wound up getting an eleven.
0: Okay, uh, that still hits.
1: Oh, okay. Um, Fourteen force damage.
0: Okay, you. How does that look when you do that force damage? Like if an outsider was watching that, what would they see?
1: Um, So again, kind of same as before um, a like that sort of purple black tentacle pops out of it materializes in thin air and just swats the guy or like grab, maybe grabs him and throws him against something.
0: Mm -hmm. Uh, Okay. So that smacks out and it basically breaks it. It does one of those uh, movie style scenes where, the, you know, where somebody sort of takes a person's head and snaps it to the side real quick to break their neck. It does that kind of thing. Okay. And the creature drops to the ground. And as it drops to the ground, it sort of does that thing the crabs did. It sort of deflates a little bit, not as much as the crabs, but it deflates uh, almost as if it's desiccating and shrinking, and as it does so, there's this goopy, bluish, nasty stuff that starts leaking out of that creature. And it is uh, obviously dead. Okay. Um, and then Axley gets a turn.
2: So what's going on with the main guy? He so, electrocuted.
0: so here's what's happening. Uh, the main guy got pushed back by a gust of wind, not, fell down, stood up, got pushed back again. Stood up, his, oh, his coral uh, tablet flew out of his hand, then he got hit by a, a chaos bolt from Marcel, which looked like a giant lightning bolt uh, coming out from the side and knocking into him. He had attempted to do something, you're not really sure what it was, all you saw was he pointed at Marcel... Um, the other crab people, two of them are inside the standing stones right now. Two of them are outside, but one of them just died. There's also a regular crab outside, uh, near you and Konos. So right now in your, uh, general area is one crab and then the standing stones, if you want to get access to the other three people, you have to go inside the standing stones or actually I take it back. There is one, one more crab person outside of the standing stones.
2: Am I within 60 feet of the the main spellcaster?
0: He is inside the standing stones, so you are within 60 feet of him, but you can't see him. There's a stone literally right in between you and him.
2: Okay. Um, So how would it work if I want to cast Dissonant Whispers on him? Do I need to physically see him,
0: or does he just have to be within the range? Um, Let me find out. It looks like... You don't have to be in visual range, but they have to be able to hear it.
2: Within 60 feet. Well, how does that work? Because I'm supposed to whisper it. So how do they hear?
0: Well, it's, I mean, it's magic. So basically it's like you whispering it into your hand and sending it off uh, into the air. And that's going to go towards your one target because only one person hears it.
2: Yeah. Okay. All right. That's fine. I'll cast that then.
1: It's like casting message, but painfully.
0: Yeah. Um, let's see. He has to make a wisdom saving throw. Okay, here we go. Uh, 15. What's your spell save, DC? Okay.
2: Uh, 13.
0: Okay, so, so it's still gonna take, he takes half damage, so roll 3d6. Uh,
2: 8 total. So, he takes half of that.
0: Okay. So, he takes four, and he, you see him. Well, actually, doesn't see him. Everybody who can see him sees him sort of put his hands to the sides of his head and kind of go, ah. Um, but he doesn't, he doesn't move. He just kind of freezes there like that because he doesn't have to run away. Um, and then it is the crab's turn. So, the giant crab... And the Crab Man that are outside of the Standing Stones are... Uh, the Crab is going to attack Konos, and the Crab Man is going to attack Axley. So uh, the Crab Man walks up and tries to grab Axley's arm just like it grabbed Konos's arm, and probably misses. That is a 9. I'm sure that does not beat your AC.
2: Uh, no, AC is 13.
0: Okay, so Axley dodges out of the way, and the crab attacks Konos, and also probably misses. Uh, that's a 12. What's your AC, Konos?
1: 15.
0: Okay. Uh, so those two come up, and they sort of flail as they uh, move things of, move things around and try to hit you with their claws. And it's pretty obvious that they're kind of not more uh, normally moving, they're sort of not as competent as you might expect them to be. If you were facing a, you know, they they move kind of slow and stilted. It's almost as if they can't control their bodies very well. Um, and then there are the main guy and then two of the crab people inside. The main guy is going to. Mm, he's mad now. Is he still within the gust of wind? He is, yeah. i got to make a save. 15? Uh, I wonder he's mad. Uh, 15 saves. Okay, yeah, he's, pre- he's uh, pretty solid on his feet at this point. He is going to point at Marcel again, and this time, I think you're going to have to make a wisdom save again. Yes, please make me a wisdom saving throw uh, with a spell save DC of 13. Eighteen again. Uh Okay. Uh, he obviously is attempting to cast something and does not succeed. But then... I like this dice. Next, <laughs> Next to you, a large blue crab claw seems to come from nowhere and attack you. And that is a... 13 versus AC. What's Marcel's AC? 15. Okay. Uh, you dodge because you have some kind of weird, uh, amazing ability. I, I to... would say
3: it was the Mage Armor because my normal AC is 12. Oh, <laughs> Mage Armor brings it to 15,
0: there so you go. it's the
3: Mage Armor That's It's helps the Mage it. Armor.
0: So the Crab Claw, then, maybe it hit you, but it actually you know bounces off bounces the... off. It doesn't actually have an effect on you. Uh but it's still hanging there in midair, just this giant blue crab claw. Great. Uh have,
5: like, lightning shooting everywhere and like sea creature appendages. <laughs> <laughs>
1: this is this is getting so it's, really it's, it's just just it's the
0: <laughs> And uh the other two there's there are two other regular crabmen they have to make saves. Uh, oh, they both fail their saves. They are now... They've fallen down again. They tried to stand up, but they're in the gust of wind. So they've fallen down. They're now crouching down uh, inside the... They're trying to get out of the gust, and they're crouching down um, on the ground, sort of behind some of the standing stones. And then it is Emorin's turn. Okay. Um. Do I have to cross through the gust of wind to get
5: to the caster?
0: Yes, because the caster is still in the gust of wind.
5: Oh, oh, that's right. Okay. Um, Well, I guess firstly I can move my spiritual weapon. Um, I'm gonna attack the crab that's attacking Axley. So if I can move that over there
0: to attack that one. You can move over there or you go, you'll, if you go around, so you're not going to stay in the stones. I think she meant spiritual My weapon. My spiritual
4: weapon. Oh, Did oh, oh.
0: Uh, yeah, you, you can do that. Okay, so make me an attack. That is another 12. Okay, that's going to hit. And your damage? That's a 10. All right. It gets hit by... Were you talking attacking the crab man or the crab itself? The crab itself. That's okay. That's attacking actually. Um OK, so it gets hit with this lightning bolt and it blows apart. And as it blows apart, as you normally do, you cause one of your comrades to get covered in crab goo. <laughs> so now Konos and Axley ah. Konos and actually both have gooey crab pieces. They're kind of glowing a little bit bluish at first, and then that dims. uh, And they just feel like slimy phlegm. And that crab is obviously dead. Is there anything else Imran wants to do?
5: Yes, probably.
0: What would you like to do? I would like to
5: call out to Axley and say, I told you not to poke it! (laughs) (laughs) If I run into the wind... I have to make a strength saving yeah, yeah. throw? Correct. Um,
3: You'd always just thunder wave them.
5: I know, but I'm debating whether or not I want to use another spell slot, because I'm afraid we're going to fight something mm. bigger than these guys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm still like really afraid of like a giant crab. <laughs> um, I might as well just thunder wave them again. Just do the same thing. Do so you there's... have any
3: cantrips you can do?
5: No
0: unfortunately
5: yeah we''ll use thunder wave again on the same three if they haven't moved
0: so the so the so unfortunately for you the two that were still in the gust of wind just moved out of the gust of wind and are crouching down mm. in front of pillars so you oh. can either target them or you can target the caster you can't get all three
5: if they're out of the gust of wind can I run up to one of them and just melee attack
0: They're on the other side, so you'd have to run through the test of wind. Okay, okay.
5: Um, Yeah, I'll just
0: target the two that are hiding. Okay. What's your spell save, DC? It is a 12. Okay, so one of them made it, one of them didn't. So how much damage? It is nine. Okay. One of them is crushed against the standing stone that he is in front of, and... Roll me a percentage dice. Mm,
5: I was afraid of that. Thirty.
0: Okay. He hits. He gets pushed against the standing stone, and it starts to lean, but it does not fall over. Uh, mm-hmm. But he is crushed against it, and you see stuff leaking out of his mouth and ears and eyes and any other orifice you can see.
3: How How's the caster looking
0: with the attack I sent? his way last time. In terms of how how damaged does he look or... Yeah. He is pretty beat up. He's pretty beat up. Okay. He looks, he looks so, pretty disheveled. I mean, he's um, beleaguered right now. Alright. So,
3: I think um, we've gotten the most use out of the gust of wind that we could. So, I'm going to drop concentration on gust of wind. Okay. Um... So it doesn't bother the others um, on our side, and I'm not going to be able to reach him. So I will just frostbite. I'm going to use frostbite on him. Okay, that's a
0: constant uh, constitution Save. saving throw on okay. his part. All right, so I ooh, he probably failed. Uh, <laughs> a five <laughs> that failed. Yeah, that fails. Uh, I only rolled two damage. Okay. So he takes two damage.
3: And uh, he has disadvantage if he tries to make any weapon attack rolls.
0: Okay. Alright. Anything else you'd like to do?
3: Um, yeah. I'm going to m- move away i'm gonna move so that i'm hiding behind one of the stones so basically
0: break line of sight with the caster okay konos
1: okay so the crab that was next to me got uh blown up last turn
0: yeah so the crab is dead uh one of the crab men is dead but there is still another crab man he is standing uh next to axley so you can easily take like one step and reach him if you want
1: yeah, I'll move a little closer to that one and use Eldritch Blast to swat him away. Okay. Natural twenty.
0: With disadvantage.
1: With disadvantage?
0: You're in you're in melee range.
1: Um Okay. Uh I, 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 plan was the plan was to still be able to use um you know, get close but not like melee range. Oh,
0: okay. But, so you're gonna have to take a step back then.
1: Okay. Yeah. I'll do that. So That's fine.
0: So natural twenty. So uh natural 20, yeah. how much damage?
1: Um, so for crits, do I roll two damage dice or do you, how do you do crits?
0: Two damage dice, add your modifier once. Okay.
1: 10, 17 total.
0: Okay. Does that mean it
2: does double damage effectively or a chance to do double?
1: Right.
0: So actually, I hope you weren't planning on having clean clothes for (laughs) very long, uh, because this crab man also explodes out. And leaves a bunch of bluish goop on you uh, before it fades away, falls down, and desiccates, and everything else leaks out of it.
2: So basically you're saying if I play a musical instrument, I'm blue man goop? That's right,
0: yes. Blue man goop. (laughs) 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 If you can find the island of Las Vegas, you're going to be a very rich <laughs> <That's perfect>. athlete. <laughs> uh, so, Axley, uh, unless Konos has something else.
1: <laughs> uh, no.
0: Okay. Axley, what would you like to do? There are now no immediate threats around you, Every, all the immediate threats are inside the Standing Stones
2: yes and the leader is still in there right?
0: he is still in there and one other crabman is alive in there crouch okay. down
2: uh, I'm just going to shoot an arrow then at the leader since the, the, the wind is no longer going
0: okay you'll have to move to a place where you're in between two of the standing stones so that you can actually get a good shot off there's okay. a stone in between you and him right now
2: okay yeah I'll move
0: Okay, roll me an attack roll
2: Oh, eight plus uh, proficiency bonus makes it 10, and then plus dexterity, 13.
0: Okay, that hits. Okay. Barely.
2: Barely. And was it uh, 1d6? Ooh, 6 again, plus...
0: Plus your dexterity modifier.
2: It? Plus 3, 9. Okay.
0: Um, Axley steps into a gap. Emmerin, you see this. You see Axley step into a gap between two of the standing stones turn his bow toward the leader who had, who is now looking for Marcel because Marcel moved and actually shoots an arrow and it goes right into the eye socket of the caster's left eye. And he, I'm going to shoot
2: my bow holding it horizontal gangsta style.
0: (laughs) (laughs) He crumples to the ground. (laughs) He does not explode out or leak goop. There is only one more left, and it is cowering and sort of uh, taking the fetal position as it sits in front of uh, the standing stone. It technically is the crab's turn, but it's literally doing nothing else. Uh, So next would be Imran and then Marcel. Uh, Are you going to attack it, or what are you going to try to do? I say we capture and interrogate. Honestly, we can get more information
3: out of him if he's alive. I agree. We have some rope.
0: Okay.
5: We need to bring something back as proof we were here anyways. Yep. Better live things than piles of poop or whatever's on Axley.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So you want to tie him up? Okay, whoever's tying him up, roll me a sleight of hand.
4: Would that
5: be me? That's probably a bad idea because my it's, deck's.
0: It's <laughs> who whoever wants to do it. <laughs> Not me. I'm pretty good with <laughs> knots.
2: <laughs> Go for it. Go for it. All right. So it's it's a dex roll. Is that what it
0: it's is? It's a, oh, a, a sleight of hand check. So yeah. it is a dexterity. I also have
3: a level of exhaustion, so that wouldn't be oh, good. Uh, mm.
0: right. Ooh, can uh, I help? Uh, can I aid in the? Sure. Yes, you can aid okay. by holding the thing's arms close together and all that.
2: Okay. Does that give me an advantage? Because otherwise I rolled a three. Yes, yes. you get advantage. <laughs> okay. All right. Ooh, 17. That's better. Plus kay. three. So 20.
0: So 20. Okay. Okay. So you tie him up. Um then what do you want to do? Probably
3: gather the um remains of the tablet. Tablet? Yeah.
0: Okay.
1: Yeah, I'll gather that up.
0: Okay. Roll me another intelligence investigation check. Okay.
1: Natural one. Okay. okay. Uh so five total.
0: So you gather up as many pieces of the coral tablet as you can, but it's pretty obvious that some of it shattered into small enough pieces that there's no way to get them or put the thing together.
4: Mm-hmm.
0: So you've Funny got you got about a half a, of a page. It
1: legible or no?
0: You've got about a half of a page of ritual instructions.
2: Okay. I go over and search the uh, the spellcaster guy and retrieve my arrow?
0: Sure, if you really want that arrow back,
2: <laughs> okay. it's an
4: arrow
0: covered in goop. <laughs> you right. have to clean it.
4: Um, the
3: um, the spellcaster did not turn into goop like the other cults. Correct, grab people.
5: Interesting. So while they're all kind of off doing their thing, um, can I like get a good look at the guy that we captured? Is he, like, half crab, half human as well? Like, does he have, like, crab hands?
0: Yeah, so he's got human-looking eyes. His entire lower face is crab-like. Okay. His arms are entirely crab arms with pincers at the end. Mm -hmm. His torso is human. His legs are sort of in the middle between human and crab like they're like his lower legs and his knees are starting to get these weird chitinous uh plating pieces starting to cover them okay uh, it's it's like it's not like his skin is turning into it it's more like his skin is growing another set of layers of this stuff um can i kind of crouch down and like gauge is
5: he just like absolutely terrified at this point in time.
0: Uh, you can roll me a wisdom insight check. Nine. Um, he's afraid. But okay. you, you can't tell if he's afraid of you, of the situation, of right. being half crab, half man. Of Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um,
5: like I said, I'm going to crouch down. I'm going to kind of just look at him for a second and
0: ask, can you understand what I'm saying? To make a reaction. He sort of nods, yes. He doesn't say anything. Can you speak? He opens his mouth, but it's like crab. That's what I was afraid of. (laughs) Palps, so no human voice comes out.
3: Are they crab-like enough that
0: it's like beast crab, or is it something (laughs) so in the middle that It's, it's, his face is in the middle, but you don't know about his mouth parts. You could try your beast talk. Yeah. I
3: want to like get close and try like using the clicking that crabs would use and see if that, like, if he
0: can talk Mm -hmm. that way. Okay. He can give you some rudimentary responses. It's obvious he understands that you're trying to communicate with him. Okay. Would you like to... So
3: we're going to have to keep things very simple. Very simple. In terms of answers. Right. Um, you guys have any questions for him?
1: I might, I've got a couple. I might be able to help communicate with him more directly as well. Um, let's ask him who he is to start with.
0: He... Uh, he's obviously agitated by that question, and he tries to make a sound, but all that comes out is random clicking.
1: I'm going to use bind to try to communicate with him telepathically. Okay. And so I'll say to him, uh, don't be afraid. We're not going to hurt you. <laughs> Can you tell us who you are? Can you so, tell me who you are?
0: Are are you lying to him, or are you telling him the truth?
1: I'm I'm being truthful. I don't intend to hurt him.
0: Okay. Now, awakened mind, does he have to? What what are the requirements of that in terms of who you're communicating with?
1: Uh, he it lets me communicate telepathically uh, with any creature within thirty feet of you that I can see, as long as it understands any language. Okay.
0: What language are you speaking to it?
1: I'll start with common. If I might shift to Aquan, if it seems like he's not able to understand that. Okay.
0: Uh, and so what do you say? You say, don't, don't worry, we're not going to hurt you. And then what?
1: Yeah. And then can, can you tell me who you are?
0: Now, if he thinks something, does, does that go to you? Is that how that works?
1: Uh, yeah. And I'll explain to everybody. So I can communicate telepathically, as Marcel knows. Um, and I'm going to try to to have a more direct conversation with our with this person, and we'll try to I'll try to get some more information out of him and see what he can tell us. So, and I'll interpret as best I can. And I'll so essentially as I'm I'm essentially speaking in com- let's do this. I'll speak in common and I'll use communicate telepathically with him at the same time, just so everybody you know the rest of the group can hear what I'm asking him.
0: Okay. He takes a, uh, he's startled, obviously. He's like, doesn't understand what's happening at first. Um, And after a few moments, he tells you that now when he's talking to you, it's almost like, um, it's almost like a person who's had a stroke. If if you know what I mean, a uh, person who's had a stroke in the, in one of the language centers of the brain, they can, they can start to say sentences, but then sometimes in the middle of the sentence, they, they lose the ability to know the word and just random words come out. Um, so it's, uh, it would be considered very disorganized communication. Okay. Um, but he tells you that. He used to be called Lucanius, but he hasn't had that name in a really long time. And at that point, when he tries to tell you how long, that's when it starts going into sort of random, he starts explaining random things like, well, we were on the boat, and then we were in the ocean, and then we were on the island, and then this time passed, and then the sun rose, and then, and so he tells you things that, aren't really understandable after he tells you what his name used to be.
1: Okay. And I'm relaying to the rest of the group as, as best I can uh, as he's speaking back to me.
0: Speaking to me one more time. Lucanius. Were you pirates before? I'll ask him that. Uh, no. No. Not pirates. Not pirates. Mm. Sailors.
1: He says they were just sailors, but not pirates.
0: Wrong
3: crab people, then.
1: (laughs) I'll ask him, um, what were you and your other friends doing here? And I'll hold up a piece of the tablet, and I'll basically ask, you know, what were you all doing here, and what were you using this for?
0: He sees the tablet, and he says, he says, as clear as... If someone that was speaking English to you right now was saying it to you, mm. he says, "Seek the howling gate in the palace of mud." and he's he's staring at the coral tablet.
1: Do I see if that's what's written on the something that's written on the tablet, or is he just speaking that?
0: He's saying that the the tablet just has pictograms on it. Uh, right. Very similar to the one that uh, Axley had uh, from the other building.
1: Okay. He's, he says, seek the Howling Gate in the Palace of Mud. Does that sound familiar to anybody?
4: That's uh, it.
2: Any lore that we can draw upon?
0: Not in the two seconds that you're talking to him. I mean, if you... we. If you want to, so you're still having this interaction. Are you gonna sort of start to think about stuff, or are you gonna pay attention to the interaction? I guess is the question.
3: My my main thing went. Does does this sound like it could be related to the place that I found?
0: Roll. Let's see. What would I have you roll for that? Um, I hate history. I hate the history check. This yeah. is a this is a, a an issue for a debrief maybe but there's no memory <laughs> check there's history as if it's all history mm-hmm. anyway uh, roll me an intelligence history check
4: <laughs> okay. which
0: i hate but uh, 11 okay um it doesn't immediately spark a memory for you uh, of okay. the place that you found um in other words it's not obvious that the place that, that you found was called the palace of mud or that anything yeah, so in there was no called the a howling. Right. Winds or right. Okay. That doesn't mean it's not. It just means you're yeah. not. It wasn't obvious if it was.
4: Okay.
1: I'll ask him what is happening. What has happened to you to make you be like this?
0: You're still holding the tablet up.
1: Sure.
0: He says, "Seek the howling gate in the palace of mud."
1: I'll put the tablet away. <laughs>
2: yeah. I'm going to, with my arrow, I'm going to draw in the sand, the the eye symbol, that, and, and ask if he's ever seen the symbol before.
0: He takes his claw, and where the symbol has, it has, like, those triangle pieces that, that are coming off of the eyeball-shaped thing, mm-hmm. he draws, like, a long stem on the... So, like where the point is coming off. So if you can imagine a triangle comes to a point, okay, triangle Mm -hmm. comes to a point and there is a long stem that he's drawn off. And he, he draws it on everywhere where you drew a triangle. He draws a long like spine, like stem off of the end of the triangle, sweeping in one direction. Are they all like pointing in the same direction? They are. So, uh, he draws them so that the spine the spine like pointy stems, whatever it is he's drawing, is going off to the right. So they kinda of come out and then they swoop back to the right.
1: I'll ask him, what is this what is, what is this image? What does this mean?
0: He says, Shamasa, show us your bounty. Shamasa, bring us your bounty. Shamasa. Okay. I think we should get a move on.
3: Wait. Do he, does he know if there's any more of either crab people or crab things on this island or the one behind
0: us?
1: How many more of them... How many more of you are there here?
0: They left us. There are crabs, but no more like me. They are had there abandoned any big us. crabs?
1: Are there any more very large crabs on either island no more like us he's the only one of his group left
3: great let's take him back and we can be on our way where did they go you said they left us right
1: yeah i'll ask him that he doesn't know
0: to seek to seek the howling gate in the palace of mud Emeryn's getting a little impatient, so she's
5: going to stand up and start looking at the runes on the tops of the pillars.
0: Okay. You can read um, what it says. So the standing stones right now, so there are a few things about them. They are dark stones. They are um, not obsidian, but they are close to obsidian, but they're very dark blue, almost like a very dark cobalt mixture. Cobalt, like the dark blue, not cobalt like the creature. There's a white layer on top that looks like it's made of some sort of marble type structure. Not coral, but marble. And there, is, there are etchings on the top, on the marble part of the top, uh, across the side. There's also a drawing in the center of the circle in the center of the standing stone circle. And as you look at it, you notice it's not actually, you thought that it was as if somebody had drawn in the mud, you know, or in the sand with a stick or something. Actually, it's burn lines. And um, you can read the phrase that is that is on the white layer, uh, the marble layer of the stones. It says... From nothing we come and to nothing we go. From nothing we come and to nothing we go. Okay. And the drawing, the the burned drawing in the center, it looks like uh, triangles and some other geometric shapes that seem to be forming a crab-like pattern, but Immerin, roll me an intelligence check.
4: Mm -hmm. That's not
0: good. Uh, four. Um, You think it's probably supposed to form a crab, like a picture of a crab, but it's a bunch of geometric shapes. So it's almost like the burn marks are trying to be like a mosaic pattern, but it's in the ground. So it doesn't really make a lot of sense.
5: I'm going to take out my journal and draw
0: kind of roughly what it looks like. Okay. What's everyone else doing?
2: Did I find anything searching the body of the, the main guy?
0: You find that his body is mostly human. It's only his head and face that has started to transform. And he has little piece of parchment in his pocket. And the parchment says, Key of Plateaus, on it. And it has a drawing. And the drawing is similar to the drawing that actually Immerin is drawing on her parchment right now on her journal, because it looks like almost like the drawing that is, has been burned into the ground, but it has a marking on it that appears to be denoting a particular spot, a spot on the image. Mm-hmm.
2: So if we go look on the image in the ground in that spot, yes, that particular spot where it corresponds in yes. search,
0: roll me a perception check with, Advantage.
2: Fifteen plus uh, perception. Four, so nineteen.
0: It looks like a trap door is under that segment of the ground. Hey, hey, help me with this. There appears to be some kind of a door.
1: I'll, I'll help take a look.
0: Are you guys leaving Crabman alone? No. I'll, I'll, I'll stay with Crabman. Okay. Konos and Axley easily move enough soil away that they can open the trap door and uh it is a roughly five foot wide opening with a set of stairs going down into the ground but as a trader
2: someone wanted to keep this hidden which is a good sign so
1: well what do we where do we want to go from here do we want to go back to the ship? Do we want to explore the other parts of the island? Do we want to look down here? And what do we want to do with this person here? With Lucanius.
2: Well, taking a look around from here, can we see the other side of this island or is there still a lot more we don't, we don't see?
0: From where you are, you can see that there's just a lot of bushes and sand dunes in every direction.
3: We'd either have to take him with us or take the time to get him onto the ship. And then come back, because if we leave him here, he's he's probably going to just run for it.
2: Okay, will he? Can he do much harm? Do is there a reason that we want to keep him in captivity, or do we want to?
5: Because he's the one we're taking back to Olgrat to show yeah. him that we cleared the island, which I say we did. Yeah. So we have other destinations in mind. So I say we take this one back to
3: Olgrat, be on our way. But we might find something of interest down there too.
1: I'm fine with, I agree with, we should take him back, uh, back, back home. I'm, I'm curious about condition. I mean, this seems to be an ordinary person who was, I don't know if it's some kind of disease or a curse. I would want to know more about what's happening to him. Maybe see if there's a way to undo that.
3: Yeah maybe maybe try convincing him that we can t- try to look for help by taking him with us so he's more willing to stick around instead of flee
1: i'll ask him do you want do you want us to do you want us to take you with us and see if we can find help for your condition for what's made made you this way
2: and then ask him if he knows what's in the ground
0: um He is obviously conflicted. Uh, He doesn't actually give you an answer. He kind of holds his arms up and he looks at him and he just shakes his head.
1: All right. Do you know what's down in that that hole there? Is that what you and your friends were trying to find?
0: He shakes his head no. He doesn't know. He says,
3: Seek the howling gate in the palace of mud. What if? I mean, he's tied up. What if we leave him on the beach with? Uh, oh yeah, he's tied up. I guess he couldn't put his
0: his claws in front of mm-hmm. himself.
3: <laughs> he could look down I mean, at as his much claws. as. He, yeah. <laughs> um, he's tied up, so he can't get too far. But like, we could also leave um, your familiar keep a we, watch of him.
1: Mm, we could. I don't know if. I, mean, I guess we could. I mean, if I he mean, tries to run up. Out-
3: yeah, at least we'd have a warning of he's trying to run away, and then we can make a decision of do we rush back to stop him or, you know.
1: Yeah, and, and I could see through his eyes for a short distance away, So, but mm-hmm. somebody would help help me get down the hole if I'm doing that.
3: Well, you don't have to like look through his eyes the whole time, just because you can communicate with your mm. uh, so if, if your uh, familiar tells you, hey, he's trying to escape, then you see, as long as we're st- what's the distance, 60 feet? It's
1: 100, I think.
3: 100. Okay. And that's an option.
1: Okay. I mean, we've got if time, we still- right? They're, if
2: it's earlier in the, enough in the day, we're not going anywhere. We could just take him back to the ship and secure him in the.
3: That's another. That's little- what time of. Like, how, how far in the day are we?
0: It's probably getting toward the evening. So it's probably four, four PM, something like that.
3: So we could just take him back to the yeah. ship, rest, and then investigate this place tomorrow.
2: Well, I don't know. We should probably shouldn't leave it unsecured. Like maybe a couple of us could stay here and rest while a couple take him to the ship, secure him and come back and then we go down. Like we a do that too.
3: Waste of time.
2: How long will that take to go back to the ship and come back?
0: Takes
4: about a half oh, wow. hour.
3: Yeah, I mean, but wasted time, we don't have anywhere else to be besides clearing the island. And the more information we can bring back, the better.
2: Yeah, I don't think half an hour is too much to worry about.
3: Well, it would be an hour because half an hour to the ship and then half an hour back.
4: But Mm -hmm.
3: But I mean, there's no hurry in terms of like, we don't have anywhere to be.
5: I mean, you guys might not have anywhere to be, but I do have a destination in mind and I would like to get there rather quickly. (laughs) (laughs)
3: Getting a little passive
5: aggressive here.
3: (laughs) It's just an hour. We're not going anywhere tonight anyways. We can't exactly, we don't exactly want to sail out of here at night. So we're going to have to wait till the
0: morning anyways. So the real question is, is, do you go back to the boat and take him with you and wait the night or do you go down the stairs first? That's the real question.
2: Yeah. I'm going to have a real hard time leaving that hole. Yeah. (laughs) yeah. What I was suggesting was
3: send two back with crab man to the ship. So we wait an hour, two people guarding the hole, two people taking our prisoner back to the ship. And an hour later we go down into the hole. Okay.
1: Yeah. I'm willing I'm willing to stay I, I can stay here, uh near the near the because if I sh- if I can do a short rest here, I get both my spell slots back.
2: Yeah, I'll do the same. I'll stay here too. And then plus I want to clean myself off in the water.
1: Oh here, let me help you with that. I'll cast prestidigitation and actually <laughs> and myself and Emoran, I think you also got some on you last time. Probably. Yeah, this stuff's nasty to get out. But saves the dry cleaning bills.
0: So do I- there are stains where the goop was. Well, that's <laughs> too bad, which is which doesn't I mean usually pressed digitation <laughs> is like new. Yeah, but that's not mm. great.
5: Does a do I have to take a long rest to get rid of this level of exhaustion?
0: Yes.
3: Yeah. Okay. So, Emryn and I go back to the ship with our prisoner. Leave him in the hands of our crew and then make our way back.
0: Sounds good. Do you give the crew instructions with regards to the prisoner? Don't kill him, <laughs> keep him alive, don't let him escape. <laughs> He's okay. pretty
3: passive, so that shouldn't be too hard. Okay. I was gonna say, give him a
5: little bit of like water or food or like some kind of sustenance to like. Maybe calm him down a little bit and assure him that we actually aren't going to kill him, since we killed every other person that was with him.
3: Yeah, he he seems to be more a victim than anything. So, you know, we're just taking precautions, which is why he's tied up, anyways. <laughs> yeah,
1: it's more so he doesn't hurt himself.
0: Okay, and then you go back to the entrance. Yep. Okay. Uh so my question is, do you want to go down into the steps? That's probably gonna take about a half hour. We but always start with that I next. Think. I think I think we can
3: leave that for next uh
1: Yeah, that's a good stopping question.
3: Yeah. Okay. All right. No, leave us
0: in suspense. <laughs> yeah. That's the best way to leave. Yeah, with, always
1: end on a cliffhanger of some sort. <laughs>
0: Uh, Cliffhanger is when Marcel and Imran get back, Konos and Axley are not guarding the entrance. Oh, good. I'm just kidding. That's not true.
1: (laughs) (laughs) We got got bored waiting for you. We took a look ourselves. (laughs) There was absolutely no treasure down there.
5: I was actually, I was thinking about it. If I stayed, I was going to take Axley with me and go down there. by herself. <laughs> I, was, I was
4: really if, thinking if about denied. it. <laughs> <laughs>
0: we preempted the, that by sending you back to the
4: ship. I know. I was like, That's well. Doesn't the one who wants to get out of here as soon as possible, too. Uh,
0: so I just want to do a quick roundup. Is there anything that... that So uh, so this was our first sort of bigger combat. and um, And so... Is there anything that, uh, that, is, uh, that was misunderstood or that that needs work? Or what are your thoughts about tonight's session, I guess, is the main question.
5: Personally, it's just a little difficult for me because I'm such a visual person.
4: Mm-hmm.
5: So, like, being able to, like, visualize it in my head... Like combat where I am, where other people are, where Mm. gusts of wind are. That's a little difficult for me, but it's just going to take a little practice, a little getting used to, and I think I'll be
0: fine. Okay. But that'll be something I work on. I saw that uh, Matt had put something into the Discord thread as a little helper.
1: Yeah, um, I put like a, a little mini, quick little mini yeah. sketch of just like sort of the two islands and the gap between them and where, mm-hmm. oh, that not was
0: not I
2: mean, not, to, not to scale. Yeah, up, but, I don't yeah. have Discord up.
1: Yeah,
0: <laughs> so I, so one of the things I can do is I can actually show you guys maps. The issue, obviously, my computer is not. I, I need to set it up differently so that it can handle this bandwidth a little bit better. I mean, my computer is not actually. A crappy computer. It should be handling this much better. Uh, so I'm sure it's just a settings issue at this point. Um, and I'm plugged in. I'm not on a Wi-Fi. So this this should not uh, be an issue. Um, but because it has been an issue, because it was an issue last time, I did not prep any maps. Um, and because we're mostly trying to focus on podcasting, I didn't. I'm not. I don't use a lot of maps. Um, but what I can do is. I can actually send you or post in Discord some a little bit of help, like a sketch or something that doesn't necessarily require the audience to see, to understand what's going on, because I'll still be explaining it. But um, it'll give you the visual sort of idea of what's happening a little bit. Yeah. Um, so maybe just a little bit of help instead of, you know, not a full on, you know, battle map with full color and different things like that, but just right. a real quick, like, here's where things are. Here's rough size of things kind of, kind of idea.
1: Yeah. I, I thought it was, a, it was a fairly simple enough comment that, it, and your, your descriptions and reiterating things um, yeah. frequently was, were help really help me keep an idea mm-hmm. of kind of where, where things are around me, who's doing what, et cetera, et cetera. And I know I made it a point, to say each turn at the start of my turn, Try to say, okay, like what's, what's, what's uh, just kind of like assess where I am, what's going on around me, and then kind of take my actions and stuff.
0: Yeah. Um, theater of the mind is, a, is a difficult for a lot of people. Um, so, you know, Nina, your, your concern and your, your difficulty is not rare, um, especially because I'm not, I wasn't giving any kind of visual uh, idea at all. So uh we'll we'll sort of go uh, I'll, I'll give a little more on that and and try to give a little bit more uh of a of a of a visual helper.
3: It's interesting on my end cuz like up to now I've played mostly on roll 20. So mm-hmm. we've had a lot of like depending on the map for planning things or just moving around and 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 stuff. Um and I am also a very visual person. Um mm-hmm. I think I think it's it it's fine enough in terms of of looking at the mental picture, though. Um, I think there might be perhaps because it's kind of hard to tell with just one combat. It mm-hmm. might be a bit longer in terms of how long the combat goes because every single round you have to kind of repaint the picture and. Right, uh. Uh, versus having the map and being able to plan out while everyone else is doing their turn, what you're doing, depending on how things are looking um, mm-hmm. visually. But I don't think that's going to come up much until higher levels. Cause right now there's only a
0: handful of things we can each do. <laughs> <laughs> right. Right. And I think that's a problem we're going to have to figure out how to solve. Um, ultimately, uh, and I, I know, Karu, you weren't here last week and, uh, or the last game. And one of the things mm-hmm. I mentioned was, you know, I'm, I give a lot of flexibility with where things are and what's happening. Um, and I try to explain as best possible, but if there's a misunderstanding, I'm, you know, I'm flexible in, you know, resetting my vision of what it was to try to make it so that everybody can kind of shine and do the things they want to do. Um, but yeah, as the levels get higher, and as the powers get more and more, um, there tends to be this move towards a little bit more tactical thinking, because you want to use your yeah. your powers and your skills and all that stuff to the best of their ability. So um, yeah, I think that's something that is going to have to be with. i think it comes
3: up more with this group too because so many of us are casters and yeah. distances and cones mm-hmm. and area effects kind of come into play more than if we were we had more melee fighters that right. it becomes important to know where everyone is so we don't accidentally blast someone
1: <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah we gotta definitely have to watch out for friendly fire i'm trying to <laughs> with the stuff i've currently got i'm trying to avoid that um for yeah. now but that's gonna i know that's gonna change uh, at higher levels
5: okay yeah. yeah. No matter what, I'm still going to continue blasting you guys with goop. <laughs>
1: <laughs> we are in the splash Cap- zone. Captain's, prerog- yeah. Captain's prerogative. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay. Uh, is there anything else that uh, that we need to chat about before? I know we're kind of running long, so I don't want to chat too long, but I do want to, I do like to sort of get an idea of where everybody's at and how everybody feels uh, after every session.
1: I, I like, I just, as a group, I like that we left, I'm glad we left one person alive um, rather than just mm-hmm. go and wipe everybody out because we got a lot more information yeah. um, that way.
4: Mm-hmm.
1: I wish the tablet hadn't gotten broken, but I'm glad that Marcel was able to knock it out of the guy's hands because that's a great way to shut down a ritual. It's just, hey, well, yeah. if, you don't, if you don't have your ritual book, then you can't <laughs> really, I hope you have that memorized.
3: As, as soon as Sam said it was made of coral, I was like, Oh, no.
1: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
3: I've I seen did, that I touch did. ground. It shatters.
5: <laughs> I didn't knock down a pillar stone, though, guys.
1: Yeah. Yes. I was wondering right. if you were going to do like a big stack of dominoes and make all that tip over. I'm like, <laughs> yeah. oh, is she going <laughs> to? I was
2: a little worried about it. Mm. Cleric yeah. boom boom dynamite. Yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> it's kind of hard to do a ritual with standing yeah. stones if the standing stones got dominoed.
1: If they're not standing anymore, yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. I don't cu- what to do. I'm curious about one thing. Um, so I have like the eyes of the roomkeeper that says I can read all writing. I'm mm-hmm. just wondering, does that apply to like pictographs and hieroglyphics and stuff like that, or does it have to be like actual written language? Uh I'm thinking that might help me with some of these yeah, you know, something what we're seeing here as well.
0: I mean it 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 depends. In this case, it's simple enough that it probably does. I mean, uh Axley read the two that he has. Okay. but it was missing you know he has two but like one of them is missing about a third of it so um and in fact he he could have read the language that was written in the in the ship as well but remember they had written over it and smeared it so that's what made it impossible to read it wasn't that he that you didn't have a way to read the language or that it wasn't at first it wasn't recognizable but when he was when he did comprehend languages it became A known, you know, it was a known. Okay, I know what language this is, and now I can read it. But it was degraded. You know, it's it's like a degraded sample. It wasn't. It wasn't that he couldn't read the letters. It's that the letters were smeared and
1: right. It was just illegible.
0: Right and illegible. Exactly. It was like a doctor wrote it. (laughs) Sure,
1: and that's one thing I'm I'm noticing and I'm liking is that a lot of us have kind of we both have we a lot of us have like similar features. Like you know, he and Axe and I can both you know read anything. Um, Marcel and Emron have some similar spells. it sounds like. Um so we'll be sort of able to do some redundancies and kind of back each other up on some areas too.
3: And we have a tempest cleric and a tempest sorcerer. So yeah, there's gonna be some overlap. <laughs> uh-huh.
0: <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, it's it's um it's interesting. <laughs> it's dangerous. Uh, that that crab, <laughs> that crab caster should have been. Uh, a lot more trouble for you guys than than he was. Uh, <laughs> I had several bad roles, but even if I world. hadn't, you guys yeah. you guys took care of him so easily. I mean, was just... he was he um, did he take
3: did he seem to take more damage from um, the thunder the lightning or? No, it just—it was just a lot of damage. It was
0: just a lot of damage (laughs) compared to his overall HP. Yeah, he was. Chaos Bolt is scary for level one spell. Yeah, that is a fun spell. Yeah, he was basically getting fried from the inside out. (laughs) So he was. Yeah. But the the fun part is, if I had rolled
3: two same ones, then I could have bounced it onto someone else too. Yeah.
0: Yeah, that's that'll fun. That'll that fun is when that happens. That is a heck of a fun spell, that's for sure.
1: <laughs> Speaking of spells, I l- I liked how you you were thinking to uh, Sam. You were thinking to use like command to command to basically turn off a concentration spell. I've never I've never heard of that mm-hmm. being done. I've never th- would have thought to do that. So I'm going to remember that now. Yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. Well, add, it didn't work. I'm going to add that to my bag <laughs> of tricks.
3: Uh-huh. I mean, there's two ways to do it. You either hit them and hope they lose their concentration that right. way, or yep. yeah, you tell them to stop concentrating on it.
0: Yeah. 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 I mean, he's, uh, uh, he he was trying to, uh, he was pretty arrogant, right? So he thought, well, I'm, he was still in the, I'm the most powerful thing here. So I'm obviously just going to tell you to knock off what you're doing like a little child, you know, but of course that (laughs) didn't work. (laughs) So what is this otter thing in front of me? Stop it, stop it. And then, ah. (laughs) The funny thing is, the funny thing is, it was a good op- thing because,
3: like, my concentration, uh, my constitution saving throws are a lot higher than my wisdom saving throws. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I just lucked out with my dice. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
5: totally. <laughs> we were all rolling terribly really yeah. early on, uh-huh. and then, then it turn around. started, and then yeah. it was okay. Yep.
0: Yeah, yeah, and then I'm I I was rolling mistakes. pretty bad from the beginning, so <laughs> yeah, that was pretty bad. So I want I do want to talk about one last thing before we go. Uh, and that is what I said about history checks. Yeah. So I feel like, and I, you know, tell me if I'm like way off base here, but I feel like in, you know, and there's, uh, so obviously, you know, you know, when you guys talk about spells, I'm looking up spells too. Like I don't have everything memorized in my head and all that stuff, but I'm pretty good with the skills and how to finagle them and use them for different things. But I just hate the history check, because I feel like it's the catch-all for what do you remember? But yeah. then it's named wrong, right? I mean, it's not a history check. It's a memory check. Mm, it's memory a, check, yeah. yeah, like, yeah. I don't know.
1: I would, I know I've, in situations like that, when I DM, I just, I may just say, okay, make an intelligence check, or I may say, okay, you can make it, make a history check, but I'm going to make the DC very high. If it's about a really obscure thing, that's one. That's that's one thing about path. I was I used to play Pathfinder before mm -hmm. I switched to Five E Fifth Edition, and that's one thing I do miss from Pathfinder. They were a lot more broad and diverse knowledge knowledge checks that you could do. So they have like engineering and geography. So they were very more much more specifically focused things rather than just oh a general history check.
3: See for me, I think the idea behind the history check was to basically bring that down so you didn't have to spend more to gain specific history bits. And yeah. like, sure, if you're trained in it, you get a bit of a bonus to it. And otherwise it's just up to the DM to figure out either DC or maybe give advantage if it's something you're supposed
0: to know about uh, or something that like that. See, for me, I, I actually like that there's a smaller skill list, right? Like I, I don't need mm-hmm. all of the knowledge skills from Pathfinder. For me, it's more just about the name of it, right? It's like... It's not really a history check. Like, if she's trying to remember, or if, if some character is trying to remember uh, a historical fact that they may have once learned, then yeah, the DC should be high. But it's a history check. But if they're if 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 Marcel is trying to remember something from two weeks ago, that's not a history check. That's I mean, a, it's still what a, in my history. I yeah. guess. Well, I yeah. guess, but like, isn't that could that be insight? It seems like insight would be a better... Or maybe even perception, like how perceptive was Marcel? Did they catch all the clues about the place they found, right? Like, uh, you know what I'm saying? Like, so I feel like having fewer skills in some ways makes it more flexible. And I like that. But I, I don't know, I just I feel like the history check is such a catch-all; it gets too much or, or something. I don't know. I'm, I'm kind of I'm just really thinking out loud. I
3: like the idea of either insight or perception for, because like it doesn't have to be like you're perceiving right now. It's how perceptive were you at the time and remember to remember now certain features. Right. Like I could see perception working that way. I don't know about insight as much, but because insight is more, I feel more about reading a person or reading a situation I guess it depends what you're trying to recall. Right. If it's about a person or if it's about a place or something. I mean, uh, the same thing could be said for investigation. Right. Right. How well did you investigate it that it stayed in your
0: memory? Yeah.
3: Or look through books or whatever
0: the case may be. Yeah, it's just weird. I don't know. I, some, sometimes I, like, I, when, I'm, when you read about it, like, in the player's handbook or in the DMG, like, it makes sense how they describe it all. But then in play, as you see, like, some, in some cases, it's sort of like, I don't want to just ask for an intelligence check. Because I don't want you to just have to use your modifier because if you happen to be trained in history or something, then that should be yeah. worth something, right? So I you know it's sort of like I don't want to hobble someone if they have a skill, but at the same time, does it does it match? I don't know. I don't know. So anyway, And to be fair, how many people do
3: end up taking history as right? Like, you might as well, if someone took history as a training, you might as well award them the fact that, hey, you get a bonus to your right.
1: role.
0: Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah.
1: Coincidentally, I am proficient. in. <laughs> Konos is proficient in history. Yeah, I am as well. although, although, the question is, how did he get that proficiency? Right. Did he study or did he cheat?
0: <laughs> right. Whereas Axley is proficient in history because it's his job to be the lore master. So, right. Yeah. For him, he studied and he witnessed things. <laughs> I'm just
3: proficient in deception, so I can just make you think I know a bunch about history. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <Nice>. <laughs> just act like you know it all. Yeah, yeah, I have heard that already. <laughs> oh,
3: yeah,
0: <totally>. <laughs> <laughs> Old news. <laughs> yep. Okay, everyone. Well, thank you very much again uh, for playing with me. I love this game and I love this group. And uh, I can't wait until you guys open that trap door.
1: We're going to go into it.
0: Uh, so, um, uh, Matthew, where can people find you on the internet?
1: I am uh, at M. on Twitter.
0: Excellent. And uh, Karu, where can people find you on the internet? Uh, t- at my starseed on Twitter. And Nina, where can people find you on the internet? Uh, at M. In underscore Bays, actually. Yes. That. Yes, uh, and David doesn't have to be found on the internet. Uh, so you can find him on the internet right here, right That's here right. where we are. <laughs>
2: That's this right. Is the and place. after watching the Netflix documentary on the social media and how it was used for the election, <laughs> uh, bad social media. Yeah.
0: Yeah. <laughs> That's cool. All right, and I am DM Samuel on Twitter and you can find me at rpgmusings.com and you can find me right here on the Don't Split the Podcast Network with D&D Brief. And thank you for listening and thank you for your patience amongst my technology foibles and we will see you for the next episode. Everybody say goodbye.
4: Bye. Bye. Bye.